Chapter Six of In Search of Treasure by Horatio Alger Jr. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Six, Guy's Progress. How long will the Osprey remain in port? Asked the merchant when they sat at dinner. Four weeks, sir. Your sole object in taking passage and coming to this part of the world was to look after the concealed treasure i take it yes sir at any rate but for that i should hardly have come of course you knew that the chances of your ever being able to visit the island were small yes sir i knew that but i trusted to luck and i knew that at any rate i should enjoy the voyage in what way do you propose to make your living by a profession or by a business career i expect to become a businessman have you a fair education yes sir i am prepared to enter harvard college i completed my course of preparation last summer that is well now i am going to make you a proposal he paused and guy listened eagerly for what was coming it is this said the merchant i suppose you have nothing to do on the ship no sir i will invite you to work for four weeks in my counting-room it will be the commencement of your business education besides you will do me a favor as a young clerk is absent from duty sick with a fever what do you say i will accept gladly sir the hours are not wearing in this warm climate we cannot venture to work as steadily as in england or america will it be necessary for me to board in the city no it will be better on the whole to sleep aboard the vessel as you might contract a fever on shore not being acclimated very well sir when do you wish me to begin to-morrow morning all right sir as to your compensation i will give you twenty-five dollars per week but said guy astonished that is a large salary for a novice like me you won't be a novice very long and i paid that salary to the clerk who is sick you are very liberal sir i have good reason to be when guy reported his engagement to captain grover that officer congratulated him it is a great thing he said to have won the favor of a rich merchant like mr saunders besides the knowledge you will obtain of business will be of infinite value to you so guy went to work the next day of course everything was new at first but he had a thorough training as a student and he set to work to learn business in the same way he had learned greek latin and mathematics at school the result was that he made such progress as to surprise mr saunders you have already become of value to me the merchant said one day didn't you think i would sir i thought it would take longer to break you in you have the making of a very successful businessman in you guy was gratified by this tribute i am pleased to have you say so he replied i have a special object in wishing to succeed 
what is that my father is a minister dependent upon a small salary for support he is now fifty and there is a movement to oust him from the place should that succeed i want to be able to free him from pecuniary anxiety that is highly commendable in you a part of the time guy was employed upon the books of the firm one day he pointed out an incorrect entry which would have entailed a considerable loss you are sharp said the merchant do you know that you have saved me five hundred pounds besides you have opened my eyes i have reason to think that my former bookkeeper the one whose place you have taken was in league with the customer in whose account you have found an error our transactions are so large that i should have suspected nothing now i shall make an investigation my predecessor may have been simply careless suggested guy true but i can't afford to employ men who are careless you won't deprive him of his situation sir not at once but i shall watch him for some reason i should like to have you in his place i should like to be in your employ but i should not care to be so far away from my father for any length of time there is another consideration also this climate would be dangerous to one unaccustomed to it no i have other views for you i wonder what they are thought guy the four weeks rolled quickly away they might have seemed long to guy if he had been unemployed but his duties in the office so occupied his time that the period seemed very short indeed one day captain grover surprised him by saying well guy the osprey will start for home next monday guy heard the announcement with regret he had become so interested in his work that he did not like to leave it i suppose you will be ready yes sir guy notified mr saunders that he should have to leave him the merchant looked thoughtful i am sorry for that he said your predecessor the man whose place you are taking is not yet well i am sorry if i inconvenience you mr saunders you are specially anxious to return on the osprey if i don't i know of no other way of getting home you can get home quicker by way of london and liverpool but that would cost considerable money that is true of course if i detain you here i shall undertake to send you home free of expense to yourself perhaps however that may not be a matter of so much importance to you guy looked puzzled you would travel by steamer to liverpool and from there to new york or boston also by steamer it would enable me to see more of the world but it would cost you a good deal of money yes but i have not yet told you that i may have some business for you to attend to for me in england that would alter the case sir if you have confidence enough in me to employ me in that way i shall be very glad to do what i can for you then there is another matter 
i have not yet spoken to you about the pirate's treasure no sir i have thought over the story you told me and i will tell you the decision to which i have come i think there is a faint chance of the story being true guy brightened up at this admission for he had great faith in mr saunders judgment of course it will cost money to obtain it even if it exists for i see no other way than to fit out a special expedition yes sir returned guy soberly for he believed this would destroy all chance of his ever obtaining the treasure as to the prospect of influencing anyone with capital to go on such a quest i am afraid it is not bright i suppose i may as well give it up then not necessarily the time may come when i can myself undertake it meanwhile as it may be a good while you will be left in suspense and poverty still if i thought the time would ever come when you would be willing to take hold of it i would be content to wait then suppose you have a copy made of your uncle's letter and also of the one in which directions are given as to the islands and the place of concealment the original papers you can keep and leave the copies with me i will do so sir you repose a good deal of confidence in me suppose i fit out the expedition secure the treasure and cheat you out of your share of it i have no fear replied guy i have perfect confidence in you you shall not regret that confidence i will see that you derive some immediate benefit from this treasure to which you have fallen heir i propose that as the expense of fitting out the expedition will be mine i shall have a right to claim one-half the treasure i agree to that sir and i furthermore agree to pay over to you at once one thousand pounds to be repaid to me out of your share of the treasure when it is found but it may never be found that will be my lookout and i shall be worth a thousand pounds five thousand dollars said guy exactly so i can hardly believe it you will believe it when the money is in your hands as it will be to-morrow it was a very fortunate day when i met you mr saunders said guy gratefully and a providential day when i met you guy don't forget that you saved my life but i have not yet spoken of the business which you are to do for me in england when guy heard this he was even more surprised End of chapter 6